following program may contain forced language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. My name is Paul Pascrello, and with me tonight I have... It's your boy, Alien Renegade. And bringing up the rear tonight... Hey, everyone, it's V-Lord GTZ. And uh, today we have a special episode for you because we're going to be announcing all the winners of the Tsunami Faithful Awards. So... Finally. Finally, yes. Um... I'll be honest, I didn't think it was going to explode as much as it did, but it it did do very well, and we will probably be doing this next year. Well, depending on if Toonami gets a lot of shows this year, um, which so far doesn't look like it's happening. Um, but yeah, so we're just going to go down the list of awards that we had this year, who won, and uh, we'll also talk about our uh, choices for the uh for each award as well so there'll be your guys choice and there will be the staff's choice so um yeah uh but alien if you want to get started with the first award well i mean just as a little background for the for the staff choice so the way the awards work um, the nominees were picked by a panel of five of us at Tanami Faithful. It was me, Sketch, CJ, Paul, and V-Lord. And then mm-hmm. once we got all the nominees done, I basically just asked them all to order their preferences from their favorite to their least favorite. And I, in each vote, each position in the voting gave them a certain amount of points, kind of like for those who are racing fans, like like the F1 Grand Prix style of scoring system. And so... The winners were decided on a weighted average because, I mean, let's be real. If we had to decide them one by one individually, it would have taken forever. Yes. So in that way, it kind of came as a surprise to everyone else. And it was also a pretty fair and balanced consensus. And uh, as for the the public voting, that took place on TunamiFaithful.com. Um, I kind of I, I liked how I was able to use a WordPress plugin to get all the voting done. Um, I think I'm going to use that going forward because it was pretty it was pretty easy to use. Um, but that said, if if your choice didn't win, well, that's on you guys. I hate to say it, but you know, we did. It just wasn't good enough. It just wasn't good enough, I guess, or. Maybe 50 people retweeted it and then, you know, somebody from like, for example, Attack on Titan won instead of Demon Slayer, you know, that, that could happen here. So, uh, I'm just, I'm just putting that out there for you guys. So, you know, I saw a couple tweets that I just kind of went, I get what you guys are saying, but these are our choices and, uh, too bad. So. Yeah. 
So let's get started with the first award. And what is that award there, Alien? All right. Our first award is for a favorite male character, which pretty self-explanatory. Or you could just say best boy. But then some of these people, a couple of these people are kind of like, you know, not so much good, good people. But I mean, they're good characters. And that's the point of this award. And our nominees are Tanjiro Kamado from Demon Slayer, Kasval Rem Daikun, a.k.a. Shar Aznable from Mobile Suit Gundam The Origin, Junk Dog, a.k.a. Gearless Joe from Megalobox, Norman from The Promised Neverland, Gone Freaks from Hunter Hunter, and Josuke Higashikata from JoJo Diamond is Unbreakable. And the fans voted, and... The Viewer's Choice Award for Favorite Male Character was, ironically, the same as Crunchyroll's, which was Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. Awesome. That made me very happy. I'm sure it did. (laughs) (laughs) V-Lord's all about Demon Slayer, so we can't, whatever whatever wins Demon Slayer at this point, he's just going to be like, I'm happy. Plus, my Skype icon is like literally Tanjiro, so it's a good fit. <sighs> yes, it is. I didn't even notice that. So, uh, what was the what was our choice for for that award? And the Tanami Faithful Editor's Choice Award for that was actually a bit of a surprise for me, but it was Gearless Joe from Megalobox. Yeah, I was a bit surprised about this too. Like, I know like quite a few of us like Megalobox, but like, I was a bit surprised that Joe was our number one though. Though I, I really like Joe as a character, so hey, that's cool. Yeah, yeah I liked I mean, him too. I mean, in a world ruled by machinery, he just said, "Yeah, y'all still gonna catch these hands, here or not." <laughs> that's true. Exactly. That is true. We know Sketch was extremely happy seeing seeing this result though. I think he's probably the one who likes Megalobox the most out of all of us. All right. Well, let's get to the the next award. And what was that, Alien? Going to flip to the opposite side and go for favorite female character. As a note, this one doesn't quite include waifus. And so that's why Makioze isn't the winner on this list. Because, you know, she was the best waifu of Tanami last year. Don't at me. (laughs) <laughs> was she was she really yes. yes she was but what about the best character Tamaki oh god <laughs> I'll take repressing that silence no. to go crazy <laughs> repressing their urge to go crazy anyways our nominees for favorite female character are Nezuko Kamado from Demon Slayer Historia Rice from Attack on Titan, Noel Silva from Black Clover, Megami Tadakoro from Food Wars, Emma from The Promised Neverland, and Ami Enon from Lupin Part 5. And you, the fans, voted, and the Viewer's Choice Award goes to Historia Rice from Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. That's right. And you guys can't complain about it because if you didn't vote or you didn't get enough people to vote, that's on you. <laughs> so, 
any of the one. Yeah, right I there. guess part of me's not too surprised about Historia winning, because, like, she did have a pretty big role in, like, the first half of season three. And that really is kind of the part of, like, Attack on Titan where she really gets to, like, actually shine. Mm-hmm. So it's like, cool. Yeah. One one yeah. quick little note about voting, too. Um, I, uh, I restricted the voting so that people could only vote once. And I made that... I made that rule because I didn't want people to just be like, okay, I want Tanjiro and then hit that a thousand times. Or I want, I want Norman or I want Noel or I want Emma, you know, and then just hitting that a thousand times. Yeah. So um, for those of you that were wondering why, like you could only vote once, that's why, because we want to keep this fair. We don't want people to just be able to be like, oh, I'm going to vote for my favorite character and make sure that they win kind of thing, so. So there wasn't one Historia fan that entered in Historia like 20,000 no, I mean, I, I saw, I, I'll be honest with you, I did see some Attack on Titan accounts retweet this award in particular, so I can't, I won't be, I'm not surprised by this outcome, but there again, that's, you know, this is, that's one of, that's the reason why you guys got to be like paying attention, because if you're not voting for your favorite character, they're not going to win, so. It is what it is. But what was the uh, what was the what was our choice for that one? Now this one was probably the most surprising one. I actually wasn't expecting this one, especially when I was calculating the votes. But the editor's choice award for this one went to Ami from Lupin Part Five. Hmm. Much to much to CJ's disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. That really surprised me because I remember when we were even making the nominees for female character, like Ami was kind of one of the last yeah. ones we picked. I mean, it's a great, it's a great choice though. Yeah, but I, I really like Ami though. Yeah, I, I love Ami. She is definitely one of the mm. highlights of Lupin Part Five. I, I really love like they kind of introduced this kind of new character that kind of gives a new perspective in the Lupin franchise. Yep. And um, just for perspective. Um, the editor's choice second place winner was um, Noel from Black Clover, and it was only like a two or three point difference. It was probably mm. one of the closest ones we had in terms of the um, editor's choice voting. Yeah. Damn, I'm surprised Noel like, didn't it was edge just it out. barely. I, I I thought Noel had it, and then I counted Amis, and I was like, "Oh snap, we have an upset." <laughs> Speaking of. Uh ties so to speak um i'll take the next award which is favorite tsunami promo and uh, for those of you that were paying attention to how we were doing the the awards this year um this one had the the most choices and the reason that we did that is because there were a lot of shows this past year <laughs> lots of shows so that meant there were lots of promos um some of the promos were kind of Eh, like the attack on Titan ones <laughs> were kind of eh, in my opinion. So I was just like, we're not going to include those. But then we had some really good ones that I was just like, yeah, we need to include that in these awards. So uh, that's why there was so many. Um, but the the nominees for favorite tsunami promo were Sword Art Online, Elicization, Gundam: The Origin, The Promised Neverland. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind, uh, the Steven Universe movie promo, uh, Food Wars, The Forge, 
and Lupin the Third, Part Five. And the winner for for you guys was and before I announce this, there was actually a tie. So we had to do a tiebreaker on Twitter for this one. Um, but it was uh, the Sword Art Online Elicization promo was the winner. Um, it actually came down between Sword Art Online and Steven Universe. So we had to break the tie. You guys overwhelmingly chose Sword Art Online. So that was the winner. So That kind of doesn't surprise I mean, I me. definitely <laughs> agree with that because... That promo really did make Alicization look interesting. I mean, I, I'm enjoying the series, but I guess not. You're not, so. <laughs> I mean, I don't like Alicization. Yeah, I'd say though. that promo. I'd say that promo is the saving grace of Alicization. More or less. Okay, then I guess both of you aren't fans. Gotcha. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I in this category, I kind of I, I liked the Food Wars promo, and I also like Gundam: The Origin. I thought both of those promos were good, but I'm kind of one of those old school OG Toonami fans that likes the the God voice. So, you know, hey there, the Gundam one was really, really good. Yeah, the Gundam one was really good. I'm surprised that it didn't do better, but, you know, it is what it is. But ironically, the staff choice for this award was the Steven Universe movie promo. So, you know, I guess. I guess it, it kind of made up, you know, because these two tied, it kind of made up for it in the editor's choice. So, um, yeah. When it comes to that, when it comes to the Steven Universe promo, that was just like the one thing I was not expecting at all when it came no. to Steven Universe was a Tanami style promo. And yeah, like, like just the fact that it just felt like something that they would have cut in the early 2000s, even complete with the um, the kids love it sticker at the end. That just, I mean, it's a very, it was very well deserved. Yeah. With the, with the staff vote, like three out of four of us that sent in, that sent in these submissions, put the Steven universe one as number one. So it was pretty overwhelming for, for us as well. Yeah. I think out of all the promos, that was easily the most memorable for me. So like, I, I definitely put that one as number one. Like in heartbeat. Um, one thing to note about this category too, um, there was a criminal threats video that was was done, but there was only one this year. But because it wasn't considered like a promo, so to speak, we really couldn't fit it into this in the next category that we're going to talk about here in a minute. So that's why that has that wasn't included. I mean, maybe that one would have done better, but. It was just, you know, it's so obscure that that video that it's just like, I don't know where to put it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, it doesn't really fall into like a singular category, right? It's and it's not like I was saying, like the next category, which we're actually going to go into right now, uh, which is favorite tsunami music video. Um, it didn't really fall into that category as well, so it was really hard to kind of be like, okay, let's put it here or let's put it here. You know what I mean? So, um. But favorite tsunami music video is the the next category that we that people voted on. Um, this was one again where we kind of changed the rules up a little bit because of how many there were. There were only three this year. Um, I'm kind of hoping that changes a little bit, but we'll, we'll we'll see because they have more time on their hands now. So hopefully they can make more stuff this year. Um, but as for the music videos, the the nominees are "Stay True to Yourself," "Make a Difference." 
and a new peril. Um, all three of these awards were voted on, and the winner of that was for you guys was "Stay True to Yourself." So, what'd you guys think about that? I mean, pretty straightforward motivational speech kind of music video. Very yeah. good one. I mean, all of these videos were good. Hey, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, personally, I feel like none of the music videos last year really like blew me away, but they're all consistently good. Yeah, yeah I can de- I can definitely agree with that. Um, I have to remember, I, I can't think back right now who, who it was, but two of these music videos were actually done by the new editor, George. Um, I'll have to... When we when we put this when we put this out on social media, we'll have to I'll have to make sure I figure out who that was because it was two of them were done by George, the new editor, and then I believe one of them was done by Johnny Ray. So, yeah, but for the editor's choice for for the editor's choice for the staff choice, um, we chose uh, "Make a Difference," and that one was also a good music video too. So, and motivational. So, I think that was the one with uh, with David Tennant, wasn't it? I think so. The the one the guy from uh, the guy he voiced in Genlock. Right. Yeah. 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 I, yes, that was him. Yep, that was the video. Yeah. Yeah, it was the one with like the really long like Genlock line. So, uh, for the next one, if uh, you want to take it from here, Alien. All right. The next one is Favorite Visuals. Now, this one combines every, you know, visual aspect of, of an anime. That's animation, art style, character designs, all that good stuff. So, the nominees for that one were Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, Lupin the Third Part 5, Megalobox, Hunter Hunter, and JoJo Golden Wind. You, the fans, voted, and the Viewer's Choice Award went to Attack on Titan. Not too surprising. And also, in a not too surprising turn, the Editor's Choice Award went to Demon Slayer. <laughs> the, 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 uh, that's V Lord. That's all V Lord right there. <laughs> I rigged the voting. You probably I did. made sure everyone voted it as number one. It was all part of my master plan. I'm not surprised. I mean, it, it doesn't help that like two of the hosts of the Demon Slayer podcast were on the panel, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> we rigged the votes. Trying to cheat, are you? But I mean, Demon Slayer is like consistently beautiful. It's like probably one of the most beautiful Shonen Jump adaptions out there. So like, hey... And I mean, we, shouldn't we, be a surprise. We did just pass episode nineteen, and everyone, everyone in Tanami Twitter that hadn't seen Demon Slayer or hadn't seen that ending scene, yeah, they understand. So they're like, "Oh, this is why it's popular." Yep. Mm-hmm. And now we get into the more audio-based awards, and we're starting with favorite opening song, because as you all know. One of the best things about anime are the guys here opening songs that get us lit before before we watch the show. And the nominees for favorite opening song are Touch Off by Overworld for The Promised Neverland, Inferno by Mrs. Green Apple, which is the first Fire Force opening, 
Gerenge by Elisa, which is the Demon Slayer opening. Fighting Gold by Koda. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind opening. Limit Break Cross Survivor by Takafumi Iwasaki with English vocals by Nate Wants to Battle for Dragon Ball Super. And Odd Future by Overworld, which is the first opening of My Hero Academia Season 3. And this is one of the rare examples where this happens, but both you, the fans, and we voted, and overwhelmingly, the winner for both was Fighting Gold. Hooray. Mm. I think Fighting Gold is probably, like, easily one of the best JoJo openings. Oh, definitely. So, like, it's very well-deserved. Like, there's so much, like, tiny details and, like, narrative foreshadowing within that opening. It's, like really really well made also i i think i remember reading this before and i'm not entirely sure if if it was this one if it was another popular series's opening but if i remember correctly i think it was written by the same people that wrote a cruel angels thesis too i think it was yeah i I remember seeing like an article about that like a long time back yeah that's what i was thinking of so i mean then it even makes more sense for that because, you know, everyone loves a Cruel Angel's thesis. I mean, even if you don't like Evangelion, everyone loves that song. Yeah, I mean, people will play that thing on repeat mm-hmm. for, like, hours on end. We now, I will not confirm nor deny that. <laughs> and now we move on to favorite ending. And the nominees for that were Veil by Kena Suda, which is the first Fire Force ending. Freaking You by Jodeci, the ending to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind. Well, the first one. I don't think we got into the second one yet. Um, Kakate Koyo by Nakamura Emi, the Megalobox ending. I Want You by Savage Garden, JoJo's Diamond is Unbreakable. Yeah, we had to have them both because they're both great. Mm-hmm. Iris by Air Aoi, which is the first ending to Sword Art Online Alicization. And Zetai Zetsume by Ko Shunie, which is the first ending to The Promised Neverland. You, the fans, voted. And just like a Chicka Cherry Cola, the winner was I Want You by Savage Garden. I agree with that choice. <laughs> Anybody who grew up in the 90s knows how much that song slaps. Oh, Savage Garden. As someone who didn't really grow up in the 90s, I'm not a huge fan of that Shut song. Up, but like, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's still a good ending. <laughs> Shut up, B-Lord. Go back to your corner. <laughs> I'm technically in my corner, I oh, guess. Okay. I think we all are. I think Shit. we all are at this point. But Literally everyone is. But if you guys haven't listened to anything from Savage Garden, I would suggest that you do. Look it up on uh, uh, YouTube. You can hear, you can watch all of their all of their music videos and that. Um, Savage Garden is a very good band, but unfortunately, they're no longer together. They haven't been going together for years, so it's it's really interesting that you know that was part of an anime. When I heard that, I'm like, wait a minute, what is this doing here? <laughs> like, okay, so. Yeah. yeah, that was, yeah go ahead. That was basically how I felt when I um the first time I watched part four because I had no idea what the ending was. Yeah. 
And um, I, I listened to it, and I was like, oh, shit, it's this song. I know this song. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I definitely do recommend that you guys check out Savage Garden. It's, a, it's They're a really good band. I wish they were making more music these days, but it is what it is. So. And the Editor's Choice Award for this category, and this is one that I was happy about, and I actually was a little bit surprised that it won, but at the same time, I'm not. But the Editor's Choice Award was Kakate Koyo from Megalobox. Oh mm. yeah. The ending uh, was just the fucking best. That's more V-Lord speed. <laughs> I mean, that ending like really just pumps you up at the end of like every single Megalobox episode. Mm-hmm. Like Megalobox has some pretty tough like cliffhangers in there, and this just gets you excited to watch the next episode like immediately. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just so funky, so groovy. It's hella catchy, too. Like, it's like one of them things that that make you get up and just start shadow boxing, you know? Just makes you feel like the world champ for like a minute, 30 seconds. And yeah, it's very well deserved. Looks like we have a tie for the next category, too. Well, no, not a tie, but next category is favorite voice cast. This one is more or less the best dub kind of category, but since all Tanami airs his dubs, I just decided to put, hey, this is put it as favorite voice cast. And for this one, we also gave some credit to the directors because it doesn't matter how many great voice actors you have. If you can't direct them well, it ain't it don't amount to nothing. Yeah, this one goes out to all the VAs and all the directors involved in these next six shows because they did a damn good job. And the nominees are JoJo Diamond is Unbreakable, directed by Tony Oliver. Megalobox, directed by Ezra Weiss. The Promised Neverland, directed by Steve Staley. SALization, directed by a friend of Tanami Faithful's, Alex Von David. My Hero Academia, directed by Colin Klinkenbeard, with some additional direction by Clifford Chapin. And Hunter Hunter, also directed by Tony Oliver. And both we and you guys voted, and the winner for favorite voice class was My Hero Academia. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I mean, maybe I'm a little biased here, but I think Alex Von David usually does the best job. But there again, that's that wasn't my choice. So, but yeah, I mean, like probably since 2016, I've been calling My Hero Academia like one of the best English dubs probably ever made like it's just pitch perfect in every sense like every character is great the direction is fantastic especially we you know in terms of season three the united states the smash scene and like the deku versus bakugo fights or some probably some of the best voiced scenes in english dubbing that year like i cried on both scenes yeah, I feel like the MHA dub is one of those dubs that I personally take for granted. I think simply because, like, it is so consistently great that you just kind of get used to it being that good. Right. But, like, when you think about it, there's so much love put into that dub, and, like, there's not, like, a single character I can really think of that has, like, an off performance. Like, they all sound, like, stellar. Oh, yeah. 
And also, uh, for those for those of you who haven't seen Heroes Rising yet, the dub for that is actually fantastic. So if so, if you like dubs and you haven't seen Heroes Rising's dub yet, prepare yourself for a treat there. You gotta hear Hawks, man. Gotta hear Hawks. Yes. Zeno Robinson, bless. All right, and now we have, moving on from the grand scheme of an entire cast, now we have the Best Individual VoiceOver Performance Awards. On the male side, we have DC Douglas as Yoshikage Kira from JoJo Diamond is Unbreakable, Zach Aguilar as Tanjiro from Demon Slayer, Damon Mills, and also a special shout-out to uh, Christopher Ayers, for the great work he did as well as Frieza. And also, like, you know, congratulations. Even though it was a little bit late, congratulations on the successful lung surgery. Hope you heal up pretty quick. Agreed. Um, KG Tang as Gearless Joe from Megalobox. Clifford Chapin as Katsuki Bakugo from My Hero Academia. And Brandon Winkler as Yu-Gi-Oh! from Sword Art Online Alicization. Now, before you say who the who won... This award right here was the most voted on award. So. I mean, it, it also makes sense because it was like the first one we posted. True, but it, it did. I, I'll be honest with you. It was the one that did the most out of everything. I mean, everything kind of settled in after this one. But this was this was the one that did the, the most. And honestly, the winner that you guys chose was by a very, very, very long mile. So, go ahead, Alien. Yep. You guys, of course, chose Clifford as Katsuki Bakugo. And I kind of saw that coming, especially from, like, when we posted the tweet and, like, every other comment was like, why did you use the pick of Bakugo blushing? And, yeah. But, I mean, I can't can't blame you guys because, holy shit. Like, like... I will say this, like when um when MHA first started and I saw who they um who they casted as Bakugo, you know, I was wondering how they were, how it was gonna be done because I was so used to hearing Clifford Chapin as um as Connie in Attack on Titan and I'm trying to remember the guy's name. I think his name was Sugimoto. He was um one of Nagisa's best friends in Assassination Classroom. But like the moment I heard Bakugo talk in, in the dub, I was just like Yep, that's perfect. That's that's the best voice already. And it's so impressive too, because like Bakugo is not an easy role to do. Like he's constantly screaming, and even through the screaming, you still have to emote his lines. And he lost yeah, his like voice. The... Yeah, and you can like definitely hear some very impressive voice work during the Deku versus Bakugo fight. Those yeah. moments where where Bakugo starts to break down, you can really really feel that and it was just so impressive all things considered and like i like i said like he lost his voice too he 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 was talking on twitter about how while he was doing the dub how he lost his voice so that's that's another key too as well yeah Um, definitely one of those one of those characters that'll burn out your throat really fast oh yeah for sure and for the editor's choice this is a little fun fact. The VO Performance Awards are the only ones where we all picked the same number one. It wasn't even a contest, and our 
vote went to DC Douglas as Yoshikage Kira. I mean, can you beat perfection? Like, can you really beat perfection? Like that's that was one of those casting choices. I didn't even have to hear the voice. I just saw that they casted DC Douglas as Kira, and I'm just like, I already know this is going to be amazing. And of course, he did not. I was disappoint. like, oh yeah, anime is saved. I mean, anime is just saved. I mean, I will give it. I'll give it to Zach Aguilar as Tanjiro. I think he's doing a really good job, especially in the last couple episodes. Um. I thought I think he is is really good in that series. I can't say, and I know you two will probably hate on me for this, but I can't say I like the whole English dub of Demon Slayer. But I think that choice was good. I think that choice for Tanjiro was good. You may disagree with me, but you know. And I also think Brandon Whitaker as uh, Ugo. I think that was a good choice too. So. Oh yeah. Um, Oh, oh yeah, he did great. Really, none of the choices on no. here are bad. Like they're all—they all did like a fantastic job. I mean, I mean, yeah, they're—they're all—they're all good. You know, I, there's nothing I can—I I can't disagree with any of these choices. So you know, but uh, yeah, that's, I mean, we got—we got, we got two time, more awards coming. So, like at the ahead. same time, though, you can't—you can't be Albert Wesker as Yoshikage Kira. That was just fantastic. Big props to to everyone, though. Everyone that was nominated and just everyone that wasn't nominated. Just big props to all the voice actors out there. Y'all doing y'all's thing. Right. And then the um, best VO performance female. Our nominees are Erica Mendez as Gone Freaks in Hunter Hunter. Fun fact, this act this award actually took us a week to finalize because we couldn't settle on which Erica Mendez rolled the pick. <laughs> yes. We were all stuck between Gone, Sachio and Megalobox, and Emma in the Promised Neverland. Yes. But we but we eventually went with Gone and we even had a joke and say, might as well just change the award to best Erica Mendez. <laughs> we should have just had our own category for that, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but she she's she's fantastic, so Yeah. Uh Next nomination is uh, Maisie Williams as Cami McLeod from Genlock, Jade Saxton as Megami Tadakoro from Food Wars, Christina V as Killua Zodak in Hunter Hunter. Yeah, we had to have both Hunter Hunter pro tags. Um, Felicia Angel as Kohaku in Doctor Stone, and Laura Stahl as Ray in The Promised Neverland. Real quick, sorry for a minute. Um, real quick. This was the second most voted on award. And also, um, I noticed some of you had said, like, well, why are you nominating somebody for best female VO when they voiced a guy? And I'm like, it's still a female voicing a male character. So it it's still best fee- female <laughs> performance because a female is performing. So, you know, I just want to I just want to put that out there so people understand. So continue. I'm sorry. And uh, you, the fans voted. And I'm pretty sure this is probably thanks to Rooster Teeth. But oh, it is. The viewer's choice award was went to Cami from Genlock. Mm hmm. Yeah, we noticed that there was a huge spike in votes as, as soon as uh, Rooster Teeth and the Genlock account shared shared the shared this post and. We were just like, okay, yep, that's 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 gonna win. 
the fan vote. I mean, Definitely not a coincidence there. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't. I didn't think that it would explode as it was as it as it did. But like, it was the same thing with Best Vo. It just with more than a mile. It was she was the clear winner. So this is why I say you guys gotta. If you guys want your your character to win when we do these awards, you gotta get you gotta get it out there. Retweet it. Tell your friends to vote, and then maybe they'll win. If not. This happens. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't blame. Him. No, I don't blame him either. Yeah, I mean, Cammy was best girl, so everybody in this category is pretty good too. Oh so. yeah, and like I said before, just like the male VO performance, it wasn't even a contest with us. We all picked Christina V as Kilua for our number one. All right, and then to the last award, and I can probably do this one if you don't mind. And this no, is okay. <laughs> uh, series of the year. So um, we have six choices here, and those choices are My Hero Academia, Megalobox, Demon Slayer, Food Wars, The Promised Neverland, and Dr. Stone. And you guys voted, and the winner for you guys was... Dr. Stone. Honestly, I wasn't expecting that one. No, I wasn't expecting that one either. I was thinking more or less like either maybe prom. Well, I I was actually thinking Food Wars might have won that one, but I guess so. I was thinking either like MHA or Neverland, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and I'm going to say what you guys voted on, but I mean, what the staff voted on, editor's editor's choice, so to speak. Um, and that was Demon Slayer, so and that was V Lord and probably Alien, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, if it wasn't Demon Slayer, I would be actually surprised. Mm-hmm. But when I saw the real results and it was Demon Slayer, I was like, "Oh, okay, cool, yeah, yeah." None of you are dead to me. I mean, me and V Lord were the ones that played Demon Slayer at the top, but um, My Hero Academia was actually um, the close second in the. Uh, the staff choice award. Mm. Yeah. So that's all the awards. Um, this year was kind of all over the place and I'll, I'll apologize about that. Cause I didn't, I, I was just trying to do this for fun and I didn't think it would, it would catch fire like it did. Um, so we'll definitely be doing it next year unless obviously, you know, with everything that's going on, if they don't get shows, and there's no show promos and there's not enough shows to even do like some of these awards. It's not going to be worth it. So um, we are looking to do this next year. It'll be a lot more organized and a lot better than uh, what we did this year. So um, and Alien has a computer now, so I'm sure he will lend his skills to that as well. So I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, yeah. Um, but the sense. I guess since we have a little bit extra time, you guys want to hear some fun facts? Go ahead. Okay, so for a couple of statistical things, um, the the show we actually gave the most nominations to, which sadly didn't win any of them, was The Promised Neverland. <laughs> the Promised Neverland actually got nominated eight times. And they got nominated for almost every category it could get nominated for, but sadly just didn't win any of them. I mean, 
it was a good show. So, I mean, I'm not surprised, honestly. I mean, the, the dub was good. The show was good. I mean, I was honestly surprised at how, how good the show was. I mean, it's in, it's in my top three right now of Toonami shows since uh, it came back on Adult Swim. So I, I'm not mad at that at all. Um, the big winners for the Staff Choice Awards, which were um, Demon Slayer and Megalobox, both took two, two of the Staff Choice Awards. Those two shows were actually tied for the second most nominations at six. Mm. Um, there were only three shows that aired last year that didn't get a single nomination, and that was both Naruto shows and One Punch Man season two. Which I mean, uh, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. Who cares? No, I'm blame. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, people who like those shows, but yeah. Um. The two shows that barely made it in by a thread got one nomination were Black Clover and Genlock. And th- this one I found, I thought was pretty interesting, but Dr. Stone was actually the only show to get nominated for Series of the Year that didn't have more than three awards. And even then, it still took home a fan, a fan choice award. So good job for y'all. Yeah. Um, let's see. I was going to say real quick too. Don't be surprised if some of these other shows, some of these shows that were nominated this year, get nominated for next year as well, because they're still playing on the block. So, you know, if we want to throw these back in, we can. I mean, we could probably throw Erica in like fifty times if we need to. <laughs> Maybe we we really should make that best Erica category. <laughs> I mean, we should do. We should try to do something fun like that. You know. But trying to see if I have any other ones written down. Oh, I just thought this one was interesting too. But uh, both parts of JoJo that aired last year got the same amount of nominations at four. I'm not sure. So JoJo was pretty consistent. Had a pretty consistent showing for these. And I think that's all I have in terms of some fun facts. Okay. Yeah, and I guess, you know, since we said it before, the only ones that both we and the fans agreed on were favorite opening song and best and favorite voice cast. Well, if uh, for those of you listening to this episode, um, please do give us our, your feedback on uh, this this year's Toonami Faithful Awards. Uh, again, our email that we always plug on here at the end of the, the podcast is podcast at ToonamiFaithful.com. Please email us there. Let us know if uh, what you guys would like to see. Do you want to see more awards? Do you want to see less awards? Um, is there a show coming up in or show in 2020 that is still playing on the block that you want to see nominated? You know, you can just send us any feedback that you want. Again, that email is podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. So please do do that and uh, let us know. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's it. For this for 2019's Tsunami Faithful Awards, the first uh, awards, and uh, I want to thank everybody that took part in it. Alien had a huge role in it, um, and uh, thank you to the other staff that were involved in it as well. Um, we did work pretty hard on it. It'll be even better next year, I promise. And um, 
Apparently Especially since I'm gonna be ruling this with an iron fist next year. Oh, okay. All hail our new king. Apparently, apparently we did a better job than Crunchyroll. I, I guess I don't know. That's what that's what I've been hearing <laughs> from some people, and I'm like, I don't have that those resources, but okay. So well, I mean, oh, at, at least at least for one thing, we didn't have Ralph Talia as best girl. Hmm. True. But uh, oh, and and thank you, thank you, dude, to uh, to Adult Swim and Toonami for uh, shouting us out on pre-flight too. I appreciate that. Um, that did help as well. So, thank you guys for uh, doing that as well. That that definitely helped. By the way, I, I do a lot of these things just just for some just as a side note. I do a lot of these things to try to get Toonami's attention to be like, you should be doing this, not me, <laughs> kind of thing. Like, I feel like. Adult Swim has all these resources where they could be like, oh, we could do a Toonami Awards if we wanted to. Or we could we could be interviewing voice actors. Like they, they did a little bit of that back in the Cartoon Network's days where they interviewed some voice actors or interviewed somebody. And I mean the, the current version is doing it for like original shows, but I'd, I would love to see them, you know – interview like just regular animes that are that they license too. I, I'd love to see them do that. So um that's just a little tip. When I do some of this stuff, that's that's why I do it because I I'm trying to get them to see like the bigger picture. Like they could do so much more. And you know, who knows? But with what's currently going on too, who knows if they can do a do a lot of things either. So but yeah. Anything else, guys, before we get on out of here? Uh, thank you guys for the votes. Um, big ups to uh, all the like all the actual real people that we nominated and stuff for that that helped spread the word and stuff. That really appreciate that. Um, anime was still a mistake. So that's about it. <laughs> I can agree with all of that. Um, I, yeah. I will. I'll give a shout out to Clifford because Clifford uh, really was would push this a couple times, which is probably why he won. He won that award. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I would love to see voice actors and actresses push this next year. Um, I'm going to try on my end. That's going to be one of the things that I'm going to definitely be targeting. So. Hopefully we can get more of the word out and get more people voting because I, I definitely think that this could be a little bit bigger than what it was. So, um, But yeah, so quick reminder, you can find this podcast, the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, on every single podcast app that's out there. Uh, the more important ones that we want you to, to listen to us on, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast, uh, Stitcher. And of course, Apple Podcasts. So, um, and we're like I said, we're pretty much on every single app that's out there, even ones that I didn't even think that we were on. So, um, please do listen to us and uh, tell your friends to listen to us as well. But it's time to get on out of here. Uh, v Lord, where can they find you, sir? People can find me on Twitter at V Lord GTZ. Um, and then they can find my more manga-focused reviews over on all-comic.com and my more Tanami-focused content over on TanamiFaithful.com. But aside from that, I also host the Demon Slayer Podcast, which can be found on Twitter at DSlayerPodcast, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast, 
and on the Tsunami Faithful website itself at TsunamiFaithful.com slash Podcast. And like the Tsunami Faithful podcast, we're basically everywhere. SoundCloud, Anchor, we're not Apple Podcasts. We're not on SoundCloud. Did I say SoundCloud? You did Crap. say SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify. Uh, Spotify. Anchor, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're there. So look us up, subscribe, and listen to our episodes. Yep. Alien, where can they find you? Y'all can find me on Twitter, at Alien Renegade. You can watch my video edits on YouTube under Alien Renegade Videos. And you can listen to my music on Bandcamp, SoundCloud, and every major streaming service under Amp Ren. All right, and you can find me on Twitter at Paul Biscrillo. You can email me. It's paulbiscrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. And if you are on our Tsunami Faithful Discord, you can just at me, Paul Biscrillo, on there as well. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in to the Tsunami Faithful Awards. Uh, the And uh, we hope that you guys uh, will take part in this next year. But uh, that's it for this episode of the podcast. Peace. We're out. <laughs>